welcome back to Industrious. I'm your host, Micaiah Shaw, and we're back again for another week of this podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about mixed drinks. It is a hobby that I have been enjoying for a couple years now, something that I've always appreciated um, whenever friends or other people or whenever we go out and have them. When they're done well, I've always been so intrigued by them and I think they're very fun and also a pretty straightforward especially starting from scratch it's a straightforward hobby um, because you have everything to learn in my case I didn't know anything about mixed drinks so starting from the very bottom of learning this skill or this hobby um, was pretty simple. It was pretty easy to, when you need to learn everything, you know, to find somewhere to start. And I have found it to be really um, fun to share with friends around me. So uh, when my husband and I first got married, we had, um, on our registry, we had put this book called The Twelve Bottle Bar, and we had also got, you know, a very simple shaker and mixer set to start out learning how to make these drinks, which we've always enjoyed a glass of wine or a bottle of beer here and there, Um, but we thought it'd be a really fun thing to share with people that we were hosting, friends we were having over, something to kind of spruce up a game night, make it a little fancier and more fun um, to share special drinks that we had put some time and effort into. So we grabbed this book that my husband had heard of called The Twelve Bottle Bar, and it's very, very simple instructions. It's the main goal of the book is to say that you don't need all of these crazy ingredients to make very fun drinks. You can just start with the bare minimum. You can have up to 12 bottles of different liquors and then go from there and what sorts of drinks can you make with those liquors and what sorts of other um, ingredients go in those drinks, what are some twists on each of those classic drinks and kind of what the history is behind it too. It's actually a really fun book to just flip through and read. We do um, reference it whenever we're trying to remember a specific recipe, but whenever I have picked it up to look at it, I'm shocked by all of the fun little little tidbits that it has in there about food that goes well with each drink or where this drink originated and what made it popular and stuff like that. So it's really kind of a fascinating thing to realize that there's so much history behind all sorts of drinks. Um, And so over the past few years since we got married, we've kind of dabbled in it here and there. My husband and I have made them together, made different drinks together. And just over the past year, I've done it a little more for friends. And I've had a group of friends, a group of gals that have done like a monthly drink night where somebody hosts, one person hosts, and she makes a drink that she really likes and will share with all the other gals that are coming over. Um, And that's been really fun because I've realized when it comes to hosting, it can sometimes be intimidating to think about having especially a large group, which this group of friends that I do this with has kind of grown into a rather large group. So when it comes to, when you're thinking about hosting a large group, a good amount of people in your home, sitting down to dinner becomes a little more complicated and tricky and pricey and kind of just fitting all those people around a table. How do you do that? How much food? What are the dietary, you know, restrictions of people coming in? It just becomes a much 
bigger <laughs> ordeal or commitment. Um, not ordeal, I guess. It, it's still very fun to have a lot of people over, but it's just a much bigger commitment to make a dinner for everyone. So making it more of just a, I provide the drinks as the hostess. I will make one specific drink for everyone so that everybody can taste this new type of cocktail that they've never had before. Um, and then everyone gets to enjoy those and can bring some snacks to share. It kind of spreads the, the labor <laughs> out over a few different pairs of hands. And it's just been a lot of fun. And it also means that you get to try different types of drinks that you may not have even known existed or would have thought you would like. So specifically for me, one of my friends, she this summer um, made a cucumber gimlet. Gimlet? Not gimlet. <laughs> cucumber gimlet. And that was a drink that I'm, I like cucumber, but I have never wanted to drink a cucumber based drink and it was the most delicious thing and was very summery and refreshing and was just a very fun um, cocktail that I had never even heard of before and that was a very uh, interesting you know it's, it put me onto something that I didn't know was a thing and we really enjoyed it and had all the summery uh, charcuterie board type snacks with crackers and cheese and meats and it's very simple and straightforward but Anyway, it's been a very fun hobby for me to pick up. Obviously, it's not like a every night sort of thing that gets expensive fast, but it is a thing that I like to do here and there, especially with the holidays coming up. There's going to be a lot more hosting opportunities um, with just the celebratory celebratory atmosphere. Um, lots of times that we want to have people over, and the menu, just the seasonal menu has changed, you know, as the weather changes, the seasons change, the foods that are available and the foods that you want just as a person who experiences seasons, you know, we all kind of have turned our attention to soups and breads and roasts and all those hearty meals that we want and we desire when the weather is cold and gloomy and dark outside. So I'm getting in the mood for all of the hot um, mulled wines and spiced drinks that are um, just more Christmassy, more seasonal, more of the wintry season, and that's pretty exciting for me. I've found that currently with my current obligations and responsibilities at home that it is rather difficult for me to be really experimental and creative when it comes to full meals, even just for my family. If I'm trying to do something completely new and different with a full dinner, it's a little trickier right now in this stage of life because dinner time and the time in which I'm prepping for dinner is usually the most hectic at, at in my day. It's usually when the kiddos are the most restless and really ready for dad to be home, really ready to be able to play with him and to sit down and eat dinner. They're usually pretty hungry, but you don't want to really stuff them full of snacks because dinner is coming up. And, and then there's just the whole conundrum of trying out a new recipe, and when the recipe says it's only going to take 45 minutes, it means if you've already chopped all of the vegetables and done all of the marinating and all of that. So there's always the added uh, needed time to 
fixing new and exciting meals. So I've found that I do not lean towards trying new recipes right now. And I'm sure I will get back into that. Really, I only... I mean, I don't know if I've tried a new recipe in the past month, actually. I think right now we've had enough, like I was talking about a minute ago, I think we've had enough turnover of, of like, seasonal foods. We've, we've turned away from the barbecuing and chicken skewers and burgers and all those things and salads. And now we're getting back into soups and, and pastas and things like that. So I think there's been enough of enjoying foods that we haven't eaten since it was cold out in the spring or in earlier this past year. So things have seen, seemed fresh and new that way, so I haven't felt the need to try a brand new recipe, but um, I definitely have not tried a brand new to me recipe in at least a month, probably more than that, just because it's not the most, it's not the most convenient, like I was saying. So I have found that this hobby of making new mixed drinks here and there is much easier for me to be experimental with and, and be trying brand new things with because um, we can be doing that, my husband and I can be doing that after the kids have gone to bed, you know, it's 7.30, we can have, you know, play a board game, drink a mixed drink together, and that's super fun, and it's not ridiculously time-consuming or anything like that, and it can be a very nice way to relax, and also just the two of us met cooking in a kitchen, so experimenting in the kitchen, and trying out new things, and fixing food and drinks for each other is really, really fun for us, so it's been a fun thing to do together. And I'm always looking for new ideas. And we love going to new restaurants and trying drinks there to see what people are making and what drinks we didn't know were were good and that we would enjoy. So I've really been enjoying that as kind of a creative outlet right now. When creative outlets are I wouldn't say that they're rare or that there are few that they are few and far between or anything like that because there is a lot of room for creativity when raising tiny people because they require creative things all the time, you know, creative solutions to problems have to be found pretty frequently and, you know, we're just coming up on a season where we're going to be indoors a lot, so we've got to find activities and we're getting back into Play-Doh and we, we've got kinetic sand and all these different things that are kind of crafty and, and creativity will abound, I'm sure, or will need to abound, but that's kind of been one of my main outlets currently, and it's also just very fun to me to see people who are really good at this sort of thing, um, when it comes to cocktails, like, finding people who just know what sorts of things will be good together in a drink is really inspiring to me, because I've got a little bit of that training when it comes to food. I kind of know what sort of foods taste good together on the most part, on the whole. I would say that I'm not the most talented in that aspect or anything, but there are combinations that are generally acknowledged as good and classic, and they will taste nice, <laughs> and everyone knows that. But um, So I've kind of got a foundational knowledge of, of those sorts of things when it comes to food, but when it comes to alcohols and and bitters and fruits and different types of juices that you can add or sugars you can add, I it's all brand new, and that's very fun to me. And, and just studying them regionally, what people would drink in New Orleans, what people would drink up in 
the north, you know, what people drink in Mexico, different things like that. Things that are um, specific to regions are really exciting to me as well. So I always love finding new things that I want to dive into, and I would definitely recommend the 12 Bottle Bar because it really is super entertaining and educational but also helpful the way they break down the recipes it's very easy to create each drink they make it very straightforward also another feature that they include in this book that I didn't mention earlier is they do if you're looking for a type of gin that you would need for a recipe or the type of gin you should buy they do give kind of a a range they tell you like what's the best low shelf <laughs> what's the best lowest priced gin you know here's a good option for if you don't want to spend a lot of money here's a good option for a middle you know middle of the road price and then here's a good option for a really nice gin so that's kind of nice especially when right now on the budget that we currently live on we're not looking to spend a lot of money on alcohols for our little you know hobby of trying out new recipes especially if something is going to be a flop or not a flop but it's not a drink that you prefer you know you don't want to have spent a ton of money on it at the time so when those recommendations in the books in the book is really really helpful for us when we're looking at recipes and finding the ingredients that we need anyway that's been a little bit on something we've been learning about and trying out I would encourage you to do it it's very fun it's um a creative outlet which I enjoy but also it's just something new to learn about and I think a lot of people don't know much about cocktails or what goes into them and how they're made and where they're from so it's something that's very easy to learn something new about I have found anyway but hopefully that can be a good way for you to maybe spruce up some celebratory events that you might have coming up in the near future especially when you might be having a large number or even even a small number and you just want to make like a little game night like I said earlier make a little game night a little more exciting or a little more fancy with a mixed drink that you can serve all your all your guests are, you know, just having people over for a chat. You can have a nice drink to chat over. It's very, it's very fun. And then you get into the food pairings, which is a whole nother realm, but, but I enjoy that as well. Anyway, hopefully this was just a fun, lighthearted listen about my newest fascination. Not newest, it's been around for a while, but I hope you have had a wonderful week and I hope you enjoy your weekend. Go out and try a new cocktail. <laughs> Thanks. I'll see you here next time. Bye-bye.